the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement, as always, on the uh, Max Out Savings Show. Uh, we've been doing this for over a decade now, and uh, we've actually become uh, you know, one of Houston's top financial radio shows, uh, talking about savings investments in your retirement. And the uh, a couple ways you can... T- participate you can listen to the max out savings show you can listen live anywhere in the country by going to am 1070 the answer and uh listen live you can also sign up for our free newsletter which we send out uh we just sent out our most recent one on uh what was it thursday wednesday thursday somewhere in there uh and uh the uh that's free. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. You sign up for the free newsletter. Or you can also listen live. You can also listen on on Sundays as well, Sunday afternoons at uh, 3 o'clock. We have a replay. So there's a lot of stuff going on here, Uh, a lot of stuff to help you out, uh, help build wealth. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up the wealth. And, uh, we talk about the current events of the day, what's happening in the world. We try to give you an understanding so you you uh, of of what's happening. We, we try not to sit there. I mean, so much of what you 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 hear out there is 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 quote fake news, and and it, it's not really fake fake news. It's fake news in, in, in the idea that so much you're seeing, you're listening to out there, uh, particularly in the <laughs> in the mainstream media, is is really put there to try to manipulate you or get you, you know, to agree with their ideas. And it's not really news. And so what we try to do on the show, in addition to help you save money, invest, uh, build up wealth, is we also try to, you know, take some snapshots of what's happening in the world today and give you our perspective, uh, which which try to give you kind of an honest assessment of what we think. And it's it, it's remarkable in, in, the, in the world today just how much... Uh, how there's just so much manipulation of of, of the media and and the press. I mean, really, it, it's you know the fake news stuff is really very sad in in many ways. I mean, uh, the uh, CNN 
had a virtual franchise on news in the United States of America and basically threw it away because they couldn't stand Donald Trump and they've destroyed the reputation. And it's cost the shareholders a lot of money. And uh, it's owned by AT&T now, and now they're all afraid to touch it, and they don't know what to do. And, and if they had just stuck to what their original program was, which is presenting the news in a fair and reasonable thing, they'd have a much bigger audience. But, you know, the, the political uh, beliefs of, of the people running the show were, were more were, were more important. And, and, uh, the, and so... Now, in fairness, we have a pretty political slant on the show as well, but it, it's my show, and I'll tell you what I think, and also tell you the positives and the negatives, and, 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 and I think that's the problem with so many of these people is, is they just really, what you're hearing is really there because somebody is paying to sit there and have that out there, and, and, and I, think it's, I, th- I think we've lost integrity in, in the media, and it's very sad. But uh, what, what did we talk about today? Look, a lot of stuff happening. Breakdown of China, uh, China talks. I mean, pretty clearly it's a trade war. Uh, the uh, looking at uh, we, we talk about really the markets really is not looking good. What's going on there? We're talking some about IRAs here, some more stuff on IRAs, beneficiary IRAs, uh, some di- di- things along those lines, the advantages of that. Uh, and really, you know, what is happening uh, in the world? I think there's some really, really big changes. Really, really. Who did that? Was that, or is that Nixon? I don't remember. Uh, but th- I think in the last week, I think you've seen some really massive changes happen in, in, in the world, in the markets. And, and I, don't, I, I, I still don't think people quite understand the ramifications. Sometimes when really big things happen, it's, it's not well understood. And, and so we're going to try to cover those as well on the show here today. <laughs> the, uh, uh, where to start? I have you know just a whole bunch of stuff to, to start out with. Uh, a couple, couple thoughts. Uh, consumer confidence hit the, uh, the best levels in 15 years. A Michigan uh, consumer confidence number, a fantastic number, best in 15 years. In the United States, we're doing really well. Uh, people are becoming more optimistic. It, it, we, what we, one of the themes this year has really been, and, and uh, has really been the shift, and actually before that, the shift between the financial economy and the real economy. And, 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 the, and the financial economy is, hey, the stock market's doing great. This is fantastic. Uh, and it, it, it's sort of an illusion, whereas as most people in the country aren't doing that well at their jobs, maybe their 401k is going up a little bit, but they're not doing well at their jobs. They're not getting raises and they're not getting ahead. In the real economy, it's more about that. And one of the geniuses of the, uh, you know, real brilliance of the Federal Reserve was to convince everybody that the stock market was really the arbitrator for the economy. And so if they just push up the market, they could convince people things were doing better in a crisis. And and, and so it kind of all worked. But the problem is now everybody's starting to, you know, and then the the problem is the Fed has now trapped themselves into everybody thinking the economy, where the stock market is, is based on the economy. And that's not the case. It's never been the case. We had the worst run of economic growth since the Great Depression under Barack Obama, and the stock market kind of ticked up a little bit each year because the Federal Reserve took rates to zero, the lowest rates in the history of planet Earth that we have. Maybe there was a history that we didn't know about, you know, 120,000 years ago, but if you go back 5,000 years, and it's not a perfect history, but there are drips and drabs and, and, and bits we've gleaned from different things of kind of what 
the value of money was an interest rate and and it was the lowest it's never been negative certainly which is what they did in Europe that we know of and so so what 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 they've done is they've created this kind of hologram of what the economy should be like it, and when it really is not the case, and now we're starting to concentrate on the real economy. Okay, so the financial economy is is the stock market. Hey, everything is great. Things are booming. The real economy is jobs, it's raises, it's promotions, it's plant, it's equipment, it's research and development, it's patents. It, it, it's 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 what built the United States of America up. In, in, and so this shift, we're in the in the process of this big shift going forward throughout all of this stuff. And, and and so the and by the way, this is why you, you saw the Federal Reserve panic when the stock market went down ten percent or so, in uh, at, at the end of the end of the year last year. And quite frankly, uh, you know the economy wasn't that bad. The economy continues to do well, three point two percent growth, which is really pretty good. We, again, we went through the under Barack Obama, people the worst decade for growth going uh, over the last. Over the last, since the 1930s, the Great Depression under Barack Obama, it was just barely, by, by the way, they're saying the economy is going to slow down later this year. You want to know one of the reasons we're hearing it's going to slow down? Well, there's a couple reasons, but one of them is there's not enough workers in the United States and companies can't hire enough people to grow as much as they would like. That's a phenomenally good situation. That means people are getting ahead. And so we're starting to see raises. We're starting to see people get promotions. They're, you know, they can move over to a new job or a new company. They didn't like the place they worked. They they have an opportunity now. You know, it's pretty good in the oil patch here, but other parts of the country, it's not been like that. And so it's really starting to change. Now, elsewhere in the world, the economy is pretty bad. It's pretty bad in Europe. They got real problems over there and in China as well. But the United States, it's it, it's pretty good here. It, it, and so, you know, we'll kind of continue to watch that. Globally, things aren't good at all. They're they're pretty bad. But 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 the idea of of a free market economy, the the idea of, of less regulation, lower taxes is is changing the economy. I mean, I think it'd have been materially better if the media just hadn't gone and the left hadn't gone completely crazy against Donald Trump. One of the more fascinating things, I was at the SALT conference last week in Las Vegas, and, and one one of the more fascinating things, and there's a huge number of very high-powered speakers there, and they had, uh, one of them was Chris Christie and uh, and uh, and att- former Attorney General Sessions. That was, he, they were, he, that was even the main, uh, you know, person, the biggest Trump person there, really. It was, uh, but, it, it, and so they had Stephanie Rule interviewing, and I was shocked. And, you know, I, I I do a lot of, of, of talk radio and stuff, but I, and I watch the, the news and stuff, but I was shocked when you see these in person, the level of animosity and hatred for Donald Trump there is in the press. When you see it in person, up close with these people, look, we all know someone that utterly hates Donald Trump and has kind of lost it because of it. But but when you see, wait a minute, this is a media person, you would think the person would be more rational. No, they're just as crazy and hate Trump as as your next door neighbor it, it's a but it, to me that was astonishing and really an eye opener on how much this hatred is but if if that had been a little more positive the economy would be even better but so things are coming along look right now this transition from financial to the real world isn't going to happen without bumps in the road the, you know in order to have a country where we're aligning 
the interest of the United States of America, not to what the stock price is on Wall Street and corporate earnings for CEOs, but to working people, to the long-term best interests of the United States of America, to our manufacturing ability, to our R&D ability. You know, you listen to one of the big things these people are really worried about is we cannot let China get a jump on us on a couple things. One of them is artificial intelligence and and big data and, and 5G. We can't let th- those people control that. They're going to control the future if we do that. And so that's what we need to be concentrating on in this country, not what the price uh, of the stock is and, and what the Federal Reserve is doing. I mean, we need to kind of push push back this group of people that, quite frankly, has given us the worst uh, growth in a decade, worst decade of growth since the Depression, and get back on to, to what built the United States of America up, which was hard work. And, and so we're starting to see that. We're starting to see a lot more things happen. The first thing we had to do is we had to get tough with with the communist China. China is moved. What's happened under President Xi is they've moved back to a hardline communist authoritarian government that's basically a mercantilist uh, group that, that wants to take over all commerce on the planet and control it. I mean, make no mistake about it. That's the bottom line. And every president before Donald Trump was afraid to take on the Chinese. They would go over there. They would get a deal. It would either be for Microsoft to get a few more licenses or they'd be of a few more uh, uh, airplanes they'd buy from Boeing. And then and then, and then they'd go back and then they kept stealing our technology. I mean, literally stealing industrial espionage. You realize how many people have been kicked out of this country for espionage? You're not hearing about it. You're not hearing about college students kicked out of out of colleges because of Chinese was espionage. You're not there. You're not hearing any half of what. You're not hearing a tenth of what's going on out there. So we're now standing up to the Chinese. Okay, this is tough. It's not easy. Okay, we're starting to hear. We just wrote in our Max Hutt Savings Report, which we just sent on Wednesday. We talk, we're starting hearing for the first time the word sacrifice. And there's some people been making some big sacrifices. Uh, on this, and our farmers have been one of them out there that that the Chinese about a year ago have quit purchase have scaled back dramatically purchasing of u s grains and it 's hurt the farm belt. These people are having a tough time, you know unlike the people on Wall Street that the minute or uh, corporate America the minute you try to do anything that slows down their earnings, they start squealing like stuck pigs i mean but now people are going, look, you need to sacrifice too. And you're hearing it from a lot of people, that word sacrifice. That's not a good sign because that means this is going to, we're going to stand up. It's going to be tough and everyone's going to have to pull together and, and shared sacrifice. And so this is the first time you've heard that. And I think this shows you the, the level of kind of the break in the, in the talks and, and how this is going to be a pretty tough thing and a game changer for the United States. But over the long term, it's going to be very good for the United States of America because we're now reorienting our country back to manufacturing, research and development, new products, new ideas, working and in, 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 in bringing up everybody uh, in the country through hard work and uh, in intellect and new ideas, in, which is something we've excelled all over the world. China, China has no chance against us because it's a hardline communist country. We have freedom and we have a free market. And so this, this change is happening, but it's, it's going to be bumpy to go through. And this was a big change that happened last week. We'll talk some more about it right after this in the Max Out Savings Show. Used to spend my nights out Barroom. Liquor was the only love 
But you rescued me from reaching for the bottom. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. If you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's what Oscar did. Hello, Oscar. How are you doing? Good morning, Ted. Hey, Ted, I could never understand why this country has gotten itself uh, so involved with China to put us in danger defensively, militarily, because of what they're doing in the military part. Yeah. Why did we get into that? Why did these people see the danger, the Bushes and the, and all these people who were really very knowledgeable people, especially the George, the, you know, the older Bush? W, yeah, I mean H.W. Yes. Why? Why would you do something like that to, to well, a communist country? I, I I tell you what. I think H.W. I think opening up China was a big deal, and I think it was an important thing to do. But why? Well, because you you, you want to try to bring them into the world. It, the mistake we made, Oscar, I, I really think was, is we let ourselves be played by China. China was very shrewd in co-opting the kind of the elite class, you know, giving them special benefits, bringing in a few companies, letting them into China like Apple and, and a couple others, you know, uh, you know, McDonald's and 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 Starbucks and because people. their workers were so much better than anybody, any other workers from other parts well, of the country. That was see, that was a mistake. Idea? Yeah, look, I mean. These guys, 20 years ago, I, it's at least 20 years ago, one of my clients who worked for uh, one of the chemical companies came up and said, you know, we built a plant in China, 
And, and within like nine months or within a year, there was a plant down the way producing exactly the same thing. So they've known about this. And the mistake they made is they were never willing to take on China. And you can look, Oscar, you can see why. Look what's happened. The minute we try to take on China, corporate America comes up and just starts pounding the table that they're, they're, they're all afraid to say anything negative publicly about China because they're worried they're going to get kicked out of the country because it's authoritarian. And then you have, keep in mind, CNN, all these media, excuse me, these media companies all want to get into China. So they're not going to Disney. Disney, these people are making movies for the Chinese market primarily ahead of the U.S. market. Now. So none of these people in the media will stay, say anything negative about China because they fear they're going to lose their business over there. And so we've basically been playing. Look at look at Vice President Biden. Hunter Biden shows up in in a week late. You know, two weeks later, he gets a billion dollars put in his private equity fund. You know, they, they by the Chinese by the mean. Chinese. And and I'm not just picking on on on. Uh, look, this is on the Republican and the Democratic side. This well, same they used thing to do happened. that to the Clintons too. Remember the the Chinese guy that was always uh, giving money to the Clinton campaign. They they, they did did that. They've done that with Republicans. Mitch McConnell sure. is heavily tied into the Chinese. Uh, you you know, people don't realize he's related to some of these people, and 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 and, and it, they have really co-opted us, and they've co-opted the the media companies in, in this country, and, and and so what's happened? It's gotten worse and worse. And by the way, in, in fairness to the people, you see why. Look how hard it has been for Donald Trump. He's been attacked, you know, relentlessly. The interesting thing is, China is the one thing that the establishment. In, in Washington really seems to be kind of backing him quietly on. And, and, and I think in, by the military, and I've heard from, you know, not firsthand, but exactly secondhand things uh, on, on what they're saying about the Chinese. And, be, they you you know, they are not impressed at all. You know, they, they are tired of them stealing everything. They're tired of them stealing our defense secrets. But look at the, look at the price we have to pay so that we have to now... Uh, they are our biggest competitor militarily-wise now. So look at the price the taxpayer has to pay now to 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 build up our military, uh, you know, to, against the military, uh, their military that we built up. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 that's a heck of a price that we're going to pay in the future, for, for, you know, to build up our military well, to, here, to go against them. Yeah, here's the good news about they haven't really built their military up much yet. They're really starting to ramp it up. And by the way, that Belt and Road program, that's basically – that. you look at that is is you want to have that Belt and Road so you can – if you want to, say, invade Kazakhstan or Iran or, or uh, Mongolia or Russia – or Pakistan, or or into Southeast Asia, those roads are what you need in railroads to get your military equipment in there quickly. And the, these countries that are signing on to this ought to take a real hard look at that one. But but because uh, that's the first thing you do. But look, here, here's the bottom line on this stuff. What's happening now, Oscar, is people are they're looking at this stuff. That here's the numbers. Uh, let me see. I actually wrote them down earlier. Uh, it, it's about. Four five hundred million dollars. Here it is five hundred and thirty nine million in imports from China. It's about one hundred and twenty million of exports. Uh, give what what's into China? What we're finding, and a lot of that is farm products and oil and gas, in which so commodity type of stuff. We're not selling hardly anything to China, and that's what people are seeing. So when these guys are negotiating, they're going, "Wait a minute, we're not even selling these people anything. They've effectively kept almost all of American industry out of there." 
So we're getting tough with them. We offered them a deal. They backed down. They negotiated, said, we'll do this, this, this. It came back about a week ago. We're not doing this. We're canceling it. And that's when Trump added, moved the tariffs up to 25% from 10%. This is getting tough. He also is telling the, the, the American companies, you're going to have to suck it up. Too bad. And, and, and you're hearing the word sacrifice. This is a big deal. We're now getting tough with China. He, he's smoothing the, the deal with the Europeans. He kind of backed off on the, on the auto you know, tariff it, it, for six it, it, months. You know, Ted, the Chinese are now on the verge of making cars much cheaper than we are. And they're going to be export. They're going to be, a, as far as cars are concerned, as an example, they're going. They're going to. They're going to be. Uh, they're going to be eating our lunch. Yeah. This look. This has been uh, a disaster. Because they will. They will build cars that are much cheaper than anybody else, and they're going to be. They're going to supply the world with cars. Well, see. Yeah. Here's look. You have to understand. We're a free market economy. They are sure. a mercantilist economy, which is they're going to try to take every every market and try to dominate it, and, and we're going to have to just draw the line. This is not look. This was a very bad break last week. This is make no mistake about it. Look, we we uh, we we put a hedge on uh, this week and the markets. You know, we've had some hedges on. They hadn't worked out real well. We put the hedge back on. I, I really. Uh, I really think this thing this worries me. I think this we're in in for a kind of a uh, this thing's going to probably drag on. Uh, I, I don't see any easy way out see, of it. You don't see any you don't see any any light at the end of the tunnel on this thing here on, on this trade business. Oh, well, let me just put it. I think for the next three weeks, the the, the the vitriol and the rhetoric is at such a level right now that it's going to take a while to cool down. The the Xi Jinping meeting is late June. Look for starting in maybe two or three weeks, maybe try to get the talks back on to try to get, get things back on. But but the message to American corporations is move your supply chains out of China. Make no and mistake And now, finally, Ted, how do you see the situation with the interest rates? Do you see a, a lowering interest rates as, as the things seem to be now? Because of what's going on, or do you say what do you see with well, interest rates? Yeah, well, look, point? what I think Donald Trump's pressure on the interest rate is all about is, I think it's about the dollar as much as anything is more so than than we realize than the stock market. I think he's looking at the dollar. The dollar has been going up throughout the year. They're trying to get it down. Uh, what's going to come out of this is going to be some type of currency deal somewhere down the way. Uh, we we can't just have the dollar keep going up because it's hurting us competitively, uh, and so. There's a lot of talk that the Chinese have borrowed a lot of money in dollars, and they're scrambling to get dollars uh, to try to pay some of those off in some other uh, countries out there. So the, the, the key to understand with, with uh, is the dollar going up. Interest rates have been selling off since the beginning of the year, uh, and I think they're trying to somehow control the longer-term rates. They're trying to somehow control um, – the the dollar and and this is what you want to watch is I do think you're going to have a lot of currency volatility in the next uh, eighteen months two year time frame. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Oscar. Good, good questions. Uh, uh, but by the way, if you got a question or comment, we had some people drop off seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. We'd be happy to get your questions answered. Look, I mean, I I do think that this is somewhat of a game changer. With the Chinese, uh, I don't think it's going to be real easy to walk this back. Uh, we we blacklisted Huawei, which this is a big deal. You said, Ted, what is it? But Huawei is one of the leaders in, in, in 5G, and they've been put on the Commerce Department's entity list, which means if you're doing business with Huawei, you've got to go to the Commerce Department first to see if it's okay. And what, what we do, we cannot allow Huawei 
to, to be giving us all our 5G technology to put into the United States. Two things, they could put back doors into it, and then if we get into a, a dispute or a war with China, they'll cut off all access to 5G products. The 5G is going to make a huge difference in everything from artificial intelligence, particularly self-driving cars, an automated system, the automated world of the future. And so we've got to be, be one of the leaders in that. And so uh, Huawei makes is what it's Ericsson, Huawei, uh, Samsung's in it a little bit, Ericsson and uh, Nokia. Those are the big ones. And, and, and so now keep in mind, a lot of the chips, uh, be it Skyworks, Intel, Qualcomm, a lot of those things go into those systems that Huawei puts together. But but this is a pretty big thing. And you can bet the line is out the door at, at the White House with 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 uh, CEOs complaining about how this is going to hurt them. But look, the, the performance of, 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 of some company right now takes second take second stand to to basically a trade war with China and it's a pretty hot trade war and it's what's in the best interest of the United States of America which is a shift for the last 20 something 30 years as Oscar pointed out corporate America kind of got what they wanted when it came to China and it was their interest wars above the American people that shifted under Donald Trump and it shifted in a dramatic way last week this is why I think you've got to be a little bit cautious on the the markets overall in here I mean I I just think it. I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, look. Again, we get five hundred and thirty-nine billion dollars in imports and only one hundred and twenty million in exports. China is is a big country. They should be able to buy a lot more stuff for us. Cause, but they don't want to buy anything from us. They want to make it all in China, and, and so it's been an unlevel playing field. Oh, and by the way, a, a couple thoughts. That five hundred and thirty-nine million dollars in in, in in uh, imports from China, if that would have been made in the United States, that works out to be about 2% of U.S. GDP, 2%, which means we've lost probably a percent to 2% in GDP growth over the last 20 years, or probably particularly the last 10, with all these exports coming from China. It's costing us GDP, which is jobs, growth, plant, and equipment, because it's all moving to China. And one other thing you hear, China is, oh, China is is like China's economy is as big as ours, and they're going to take over the world. And with the ludicrous, the ludicrous trap stuff, and all this other, you know, theory coming out of these dumbass Washington think tanks, how you know we're ultimately going to lose to China. China plans for you know fifty years. China plans for a thousand years in the future. I mean, t- give me a break. You know, it, it, it's pathetic. China is not as big as us. When they say our Chinese economy is now the size of ours, what they're using is something called PPP, purchasing power parity. So what they're looking at is the price of a Big Mac in China or a, or a uh, the price of a meal in China compared to the price of the meal in the United States, and then they're trying to equate them up, and then they're multiplying. That is simply not the case. They do not have the same... The, the, our, our, our GDP is about twenty trillion. Theirs is about twelve trillion. They're a lot smaller than us. I mean, this idea that that we should be kowtowing to China is just utterly astonishing. For all the favors we've done, and we've done everything possible to build this country up and help them out and develop for the future, it, it, it's really it's been kind of a betrayal of the. Uh, 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 they really have betrayed the United States, is what they've done. You know, we have done everything we can to help them out, and, and so, so their economy. Remember, their our economy is twenty trillion. Theirs is only twelve, and so, uh, you know, we've got to take a stand here now. It, it, it's it's really. And by the way, they're they're heavily heavily 
in uh, in uh, in debt in China, and so it it basically is a uh, an economy built on sand of debt and sales to the United States, and so they're going to have to come around to us. So anyway, that's I do think it's a game changer. I think you have to be cautious when you hear the word sacrifice coming out with this trade war. Sacrifice, that's a you got to concern yourself. That means things are going to get a little tough, and they're trying to prepare people for that. So this is something we want to watch with China. Uh, anyway, enough on China. Uh, still, we still think uh, we're, at the SALT conference last week, talked to a lot of uh, of private equity guys, portfolio managers, people that run the funds. They're, they're having trouble finding uh, – they're trying to – they're having trouble actually placing all the money they have. The the uh, the private equity market's about $5 trillion, and, and they've been so aggressive bidding up, up deals and stuff – that now companies are coming public underneath what the most recent or even a year ago's pricing in the private market was. So there's so much money out there. Companies have been delaying and delaying going public because they can get so much from the private market. Well, now the private market is is above the public market for many of these companies. That's a real problem. Typically, the private market's 15, between 10 and 20 percent under the public market. You know what they can get in the public because a pri- in the in the private market it's private it's not real liquid so there's there's kind of a liquidity uh, discount liquidity discount in the private market so this is a concern and the question is did the Uber deal as badly as it performed and then it went down where it was actually people almost two years ago were losing money if they invested in Uber in the private market did that happen what happened to them you know I mean it, and and so really it. If you invest in a private deal in one of the best tech companies in the world, and, and then you have one of the hottest tech markets since 1999, and you bring it public, and you're basically breaking even or losing money, that's a problem. And that might have just kind of popped the private equity bubble out there. This is another – those are the two big trends, China and the private equity, You know how badly the Uber and the Lyft deals have done to, to the markets out there. And I, and I think it's it's kind of a warning sign. I think you just have to be cautious. Tell you what, we're going to be coming right back. We're going to be discussing some stuff on IRAs, beneficiary IRAs, some things people didn't know. We'll be right back. If you got any questions, give us a call, 713-339-1070 here on the Maxwell Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 
512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. You know, they really need to they need to rewrite the lyrics to Sweet Home Texas in that song. So I tell you what, you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's what John did. Hello, John. Oh, John, hold a second. There we go. John? Are we now? Yeah, yeah, well, you're good. Okay. Uh, I can remember when China was first going to be opened up under Jimmy Carter. I think his name was Deng Xiaoping. Yeah. And all the and all the pundits were out there. Oh, boy, we got a billion new customers we can have. But anybody knows China at that time, those people were poor and church mice. They had to wear the same well, male jacket. Everybody was looked the same because they were so poor. And the only way to make billion customers have money is to transfer wealth from this country to that country. And we did this deliberately. I know they were for noble purposes, but you know who was going to get hurt. If you're a big-time investor, you don't care if your, your widget is made in Shinola, Illinois, or Shinola, Shanghai, I mean, uh, China. So yeah. who gets, he doesn't get hurt. It doesn't hurt him a bit. In fact, he may make a more of a profit. So they encouraged to move those factories over there because there's only three ways to create wealth in this world. You can mine it or drill it. You can grow it like a farmer or you can manufacture it. You take raw materials and give wealth to them. You can, people make lots of money. Lawyers make lots of money, but they don't create new wealth. They just transfer wealth to other people up and make two legal means for themselves. Yep. But the basic thing is there's only three ways to create wealth. And we transferred millions and trillions of dollars worth of manufacturing plants to China. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to keep interrupting you. Oh no, 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 no! Look, I, I think that's a good point. Look, I mean, the the idea was to kind of help out the Chinese, and I think, it, as you pointed out, was a noble cause originally. And uh, and so, okay, but John, thanks for the call. And uh, the uh, uh, with with that, what you do is is you. Um, uh, you know, understand that that we started out with the right ideas, but but the problem is is we we never stood up to the Chinese and said, wait a minute, look, it's this is not a fair playing field. Initially, look, they were honestly they were in, so far behind us that, that we, it couldn't be a level playing field. We would just swamp them. But but of, it, it reached the point where once they started stealing our technology, stealing our ideas, and things like that, what that did was is it is it really it hurt our whole system. And, uh, and and so 
this is where we are right now. And the other thing to remember, too, is, look, this is starting to affect our national security. If all our electronics is made in China, China can cut us off and then we're toast. And this is the problem. I mean, I, I've heard these people <clears throat> who listen, go to these conferences. They're, we want to be the two leaders in the world for artificial intelligence is the United States and China. They had one of the leaders, you know, of, uh, in China of, of artificial intelligence. And I've talked to some of the people here. And, and, and so... I mean, we need to sit there and have these things in this country, and, and we're just going to have to stand up to them. And this is this is a painful process, and we're seeing why it's been so hard. But but the, but the thing I want everyone to understand is, this all takes takes into account the uh, the the importance of of uh, of of sacrifice. When you start hearing the word sacrifice, it's you know I don't think anything good happens for a couple of weeks, and so I think you want to be a little cautious. It's going to take a while to restart the talks, and. and and see where we go from here with this. So, so I think it's something we want to watch. Uh, a couple things. Uh, the uh, I wanted to, to just touch base. We get a lot of questions from clients on on uh, IRAs, uh, typically with beneficiary IRAs, and they they don't really understand them. And and, and so I wanted it to to kind of go over those. A beneficiary IRA is an IRA you inherited. If 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 you get an IRA. For your 401k, you can roll over your 401k into an IRA, and you can combine your IRAs together into one place and move them around as long as they're titled in the same name. But you, if you inherit an IRA, you can't do that. And this causes <coughs> me, a lot of confusion because you, you, you just can't do that. It, 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 if, if you take the money that you inherit and put it in your IRA, you create a taxable event. It, it, and so uh, you have to understand that. And it, it has to be uh, titled a specific way. And then at that point in time, you can do whatever you want with the money. If you take the money out, it's going to be taxable. Now, all beneficiary IRAs have RMDs. If you have an IRA right now, you don't it, RMD is required minimum distribution. You don't have to take any money out. You can let it grow as big as you want until you hit age 70 and a half. Then the government says, look, we can't let these things grow to infinity. So we're going to force you to take a little bit out each year, a certain percentage. Interestingly, the percentage goes up and gets bigger and bigger each year of uh, of uh, retirement uh, as you get, you know, uh, so in, when you get in your 70s, it gets a bigger percentage, 80s, 90s. It's a bigger and bigger percentage of the IRA. Uh and the fascinating thing is I've actually seen some research that says just using your RMD and paying that out for your income is almost as good as the 4% rule under uh, William Bingen that came out with it. It's, it's actually pretty close because it gets bigger over time uh, as percentage of the IRA, which is interesting. But so, so if you inherit an IRA, you're required to take out minimum distributions going forward. Or you can uh, you can take it all out or do the five five year rule and take it all out over the five years, and that's it. So understand it's it's completely different. Uh, if if you have an IRA, and uh, if 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 your IRA, if something happens to you, your IRA is converted. It, they look at the at the beneficiary forms, and then the, those beneficiaries get p paid out in the IRA. Now, you can't, if you've got an, we use TD Ameritrade 
to hold our assets at at, at uh, Max Out Savings Advisors. Well, you can't say, well, look, I have an account over at Fidelity. Put, give me the the beneficiary IRA and send it over. You can't. You've got to open up accounts at the firm where the original IRA is at. The beneficiary IRAs happen to be opened up there. At that point in time, you can transfer them over. But 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 the firm has got to set up the the. the a beneficiary IRA for each one of the beneficiaries and transfer the funds in there. You can transfer stocks so they get the stocks and everything however you want. You can if it if it's fifty fifty and and there's seventy five percent stock and twenty five percent cash, you can give one person twenty five percent cash and twenty five percent of the stocks and the other person gets fifty percent. You can sort of divide it up that way. But but and then they have their own IRA beneficiary IRA. At that point in time, those people can do whatever they want with that IRA. They can transfer it out. They can spend the money, whatever. They can keep it invested in the same stocks, or they can sell those stocks with no capital gains and invest in stocks they like. So it's it, it gives them a lot of flexibility. But there is no flexibility. It goes from the IRA uh, for inherited into a beneficiary IRA. At that point in time, you have the flexibility. Now the other interesting thing with this is is the beneficiary form on the IRA is gospel. So if 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 you've got little Johnny and little Susie each get 50% and you have little Billy coming in, you know, a, a third child, you know, 5 years later and you forget to put the put it put Billy on the forms, he's he's cut out of the IRA. So you have to understand same thing with the divorce. Uh so it, you have to understand that that you have to keep these beneficiary forms up to date. And now the good thing about the the beneficiary form in an IRA, this doesn't go through probate. So basically, you turn in a few forms into into your advisor, and in or your custodian. The custodian will sit there and set up everything for you, and get every, you can get all this form signed. It, it, it that there's no cost to doing that. You're not paying a lawyer. Uh, you know, $500 an hour to do all that work. So it's a big savings. And it also typically will oftentimes, it, I mean, it can be a year ahead of time when the other assets are distributed because these things are distributed reasonably quickly outside of an IRA. And, and, and so there's some advantages to that. Now, a mistake people make sometime with the IRAs in their beneficiary forms is is they, 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 they what they do is is they, they have the just list the estate and, and so if you put the estate in the beneficiary form is then it, it, under the forms it's harder to in some cases in some cases okay and you, this is a little complicated in some cases the IRA uh, might, might be dis, be required to be distributed in, within five years uh, and just split up that way. So you have to get get rid of it in five years. So be real careful putting per will or estate in beneficiary forms. If it's something complicated that really needs to be done, yes. But if it's something that, and we've seen a lot of this, and we're actually going through our forms for our clients and making sure it's set correctly for them. Because if if you're not careful, you can, you can trip it up where it ends up in the estate. You, you spend a lot of money on lawyers, but you could also force the IRA to be dismantled, uh, the beneficiary, and, 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 and spun out and taxed. So, so it's a little complicated, but if you keep it simple on the beneficiary form, it's actually the most simple part and the quickest and most tax efficient in the least cost way uh, to, in dealing with the estate. So understand, but keep your beneficiary forms up to date. That's very important overall uh, 
And, and remember, you've got to, once you get that beneficiary form, you've got to start making those RMDs. And again, this is something people just don't understand. Again, a, an inherited IRA or a beneficiary IRA is fundamentally different from a regular IRA, and you can't mix them. So, by the way, if you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. L- looking at the market, you know, this is a tough one here. Uh, the market... Looking at all of the the S and P, the Nasdaq, the Dow, they've all broken underneath their fifty day moving averages, which is not a good situation. Uh, the looking at the Russell two thousand in 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 the transports, they're underneath the um, the two hundred day moving average. Uh, you know, those are somewhat leaders in in many ways, and that's a really negative when you're under the two hundred day. Um, I think pulling back a little bit, a couple thoughts. The economy in the United States is in pretty good shape. We're about 3.2% uh, unemployment, I mean, uh, the GDP growth. We have very low unemployment right now, which means it's going to be harder to accelerate to get 4 or 5% growth. It, it, just as an example, in, in 2009, there were so many people out of work that if companies started hiring, they could just say, hey, we're hiring people, and, you know, there's a line out the door of people wanting a job and they can staff up real quickly, get their, 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 their plants back. And maybe they're only at 50% capacity in the production line, get it back up to full capacity and you get a big jump in GDP. And plus you restock for inventories. And, and so you get a big bounce, but when you're at 3.6% unemployment, the, the labor market's very tight. There's delays in getting everything. It's harder to grow the economy quickly. So overall, very strong economy, the top, the best, uh, the best uh, uh, Michigan uh, consumer confidence number in 15 years. Things are good. Outside, things are pretty bad in Europe. Uh, uh, auto sales are plunging. Auto sales are plunging in China. Uh, uh, industrial production's dropped a little in, in, in Germany. That's not good. They've got Brexit over there. And we have the trade war with China. And, I, and personally, my gut feel on China and what we do, we're trying to dig in, it's real hard to get good numbers out of China because they cook the books so much over there. But everything I'm seeing is so, telling me their economy is in worse shape than they're letting on. And so this is something we want to watch closely. So so I think you have to be a little careful in here. And then the trade talks broke off last Friday. It really didn't do well. The the The, the Chinese delegation came in for the trade talks. They had dinner the night before. They met for three or four hours the next day and basically got on a plane and left. I think it was two to four hours. And and, and they broke down. And, and now they're not sure when they're going to start up. It really isn't good. Uh, President Trump got tough with uh, Huawei. Uh, the Chinese are talking tough, and, and and so I think we got a pretty hot trade war. There's just no other way around it. That's not positive. Uh, and, and the word has gone out on sacrifice. We you know, we talk about this in our Max Out Saving Report. Is you're hearing a number of of leaders out there talk about look, people need to sacrifice a little bit. The farmers, her, the grain prices are way down because the Chinese have, have slowed down their buying soybeans, corn, wheat, things like that are way down in price, and that's hurting farmers pretty badly and and so they're you know they're and you're going to hear a lot of talk of shared sacrifice or probably see a farm deal to try to help them out that's not good and and so i think when you hear those words you've got to be a little cautious overall so i think you have to be cautious with this look we like treasuries in here we're like uh solid uh companies with solid balance sheets paying dividends we like the precious metals sector i think you've got to have a defensive plan in place you've seen 
the market's gone up so far this year, but the, but the bond market, the yields have continued to drop. And so one of those two things are wrong. And so I think you really want to be cautious in here. And we write about this in our Max Out Savings Report, by the way. If you're not on the list, at a minimum, do this. Go to the website, sign up for the free report. It's free. We're not going to bother you. We just send it out once a month, sometimes twice, uh, talking about savings, investments, what's happening in the world, the China thing. I mean, we try to cover a lot of issues to give you a lot of good information to build up wealth and save money and understand the world today. It's free. It's called the Max Out Savings Report. Just go to the website, give them your email and name, and, and you're on the list. Uh, if you need some help with your retirement, your IRA rollover, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. We we tend to do a lot of risk analysis. And uh, so if you need some help there, you can request an appointment with me, and I'll sit down with you, and we'll go over your uh, financial situation and show you how we manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors. So if you need some help, Go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And also, remember the motto and the philosophy of the Max Out Savings Show, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, and you want to try to stick with it. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.